My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Down with us, why don't you introduce yourself to the crowd? Well, uh, what brought me here was the artist. I, my name's Eric, and uh, I'm kind of a sculptor, and I, I like to do all sorts of things with wood. Uh, for the most part, this is my first con, but I, I have Welcome. been a. Uh, oh, thank you. I like it. Everybody here is so open and forgiving. I think some, sometimes you go someplace and feel a little strange. Now, if you're not strange, you're kind of like a lot of You don't belong there, you're not strange enough. So you put on a way oh, that a friend of mine was just saying, you know, I'm uh, putting on a t-shirt and a wig, and now you're a contact. I look at it and I'm like, did you see me? I just bought a floral shirt, put on a wig, and now I'm uh, Doc Brown. And I arrived in the car. Do you see anything wrong with that picture? Nothing at all. I'm makes, okay with it. Makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. Still see, time to go. That's exactly what I was saying. You guys are so forgiving. I'm okay with crossing the street. Oh. I, I can't do that with those. I think I need another hotel room. What were you guys actually doing in the car when they closed the door? I just told you, crossing the streets. Wibbly wobbly time you wind, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Ooh, you're right. I probably would. I'm not exactly sure what wibbly wobbly is. I know that that's some kind of English term. I have no idea. Why are we looking to me for an explanation? Because you're the guy who's seen Doctor Who. Oh. Alright. Now I do have to finish chewing this while. In the original series, Whenever uh, one of the companions would ask the doctor what was going on and it was busy, the answer was always, I'll tell you later. In fact, uh, they did a, uh, a skit for uh, Red, Red Button, uh, the, the, Red Button, the uh, charity they do every year. Uh, BBC has a, a big charity drive event every year. And uh, they'll always have like a skit, and there was a Doctor Who skit, which basically was kind of centered around the entire thing. He never tells his companions what's going on. It's always, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later throughout the entire thing. Uh, and they kind of played on that with the new series, given an actual excuse. And that wasn't the reason it came up, but it kind of became that. But he's trying to describe uh, how the how time streams work to somebody. And he just said it's kind of, you know, time, you know, people think it's a, it's a straight line, but it's not. It's more like a ball of wibbly wobbly, tiny line of stuff. I feel that way stuck. every morning. Yeah, it's kind of like a, kind of like my brain. 
I think it's because of the way I go to bed. It's very Waverly Washington. <laughs> I'm not always sure I find my bed. But I always get up on the good side. Unless, unless I got a headache. <laughs> so, as my first time, I am really here on a secret mission. The secret mission is to find out what fantastic thing I can bring to the next time. What are people interested in and uh, where can I get inspiration? So now, I, I bring to you this question. Or maybe an observation. Somebody showed me a drawing, a picture. It had the silver surfer on it. And behind the silver surfboard was this little con trail. And I said to myself, that's something that people would want to ride. So, having a loose sight jet screen behind it and a silver board, and then people would walk up on it, do their surfer pose, and snap a picture. What do you think? Maybe. Um, Paul, tell me what you think about this. I'm just, I wonder, because it sounds like you're looking for ideas. I guess I just wonder, is Silver Surfer still a popular enough character nowadays? I think so. I mean, they, they, they just relaunched the series. Yeah, there's a couple of people who are interested in that, but, you know, that's my question, too. Because the other one that I was kind of geared towards was uh, producing the hover bike from the beginning of Star Trek. Where they're to the motorcycle cop is chasing down the kid in the sports car. And it's blue and silver. Come on, guys. This is from uh, the Chris Pine Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, you know, Kirk is a little kid. He's, yes. Is it, was it a Mustang or was it a Corvette? I think it was a Mustang. Yeah. I think it was a Mustang. Yeah, and so the cop's chasing him, gets off the bike. Well, there's enough pictures of that in the archives that. Um, no, I could, I could pretty much make that, and that's then cool. people could ride it and, and for photographs. And, and I think that having interaction is where people are always lacking. They they want interaction. Uh, some of the other groups that I get involved with, uh, I actually more or less teach classes. I do a demonstration, like casting metal and sand, that sort of thing. Uh, but when you're in an indoor venue like this, you kind of don't want you getting torches out and right. place down. <laughs> so, I can understand that. You wouldn't want to, you know, level the building. Now, do you guys know anything about Trek on the Road? No. We have a little town up north of here called Ticonderoga, very famous historical town. There is a, uh, a Star Trek studio there uh, from the 1960s. It's uh, all been rebuilt with its exact replica, and it is amazing to sit in there. Uh, when you walk in, you're surrounded by everything from the Starship and you get lost. Just for a second, you're like amazed. And when new people come in, you know, I've worked on the set, I've been through there many times. But when new people come in, they look at the bridge like they just, you know, gone to you know, it, it is such a reverent feeling that they get that they're afraid to touch anything. 
And you see it in every person that walks through here. I would love to check that out. Oh yeah. It's, I might have to add it to the list of field trips. It's August 12th, 13th, and 14th. Um, I, well, I, you know, I was saying I could probably give you some information. Uh, if you want to disseminate some of my uh, personal email, I'll get back to you. Uh, but otherwise, you can look up, uh, anybody can search Trek Tiger Over 2016, get tickets online and everything. Nice. Very interesting. Something to look into. Yeah, that, uh, I, you might actually have to pick me up and carry me out of that because I'm not sure. Drag you out? Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I just might collapse, you know. Kind of like, a, you know, that one other time I've talked about that when I got to shake William Shatner's hand and then I just was kind of useless for the next 20 minutes. You, you want to shake my hand? I'll shake your hand. He's not letting go. He's not letting. I think he's going to fall on the floor. Catch him. <laughs> Oh, thank yeah. goodness. This, this, is, this, is cla this is classic Star Trek, right? Is it the classic, classic. Original series. That would be cool. Uh, anybody who's any type of a Trek fan needs to go to this site because there just aren't any more. Right? There's three of them in the country that are trying to do similar projects. But uh, uh, James Carlin is doing it from blueprints and it's as exact as we can get it. There's some parts that aren't quite done yet, you know, like a couple of medical instruments that are missing from the wall. But you know, it's that small a difference. So that's awesome. Uh, you uh, if you're a track fan, gotta go. Now I'm going to bring the artist there to uh, show it off again. Uh, I'm also going to be on a panel talking about how to build monsters. I'll be showing uh, a piece uh, called The Horda. How many people here remember The Horda? I remember The Horda. Hey! Don't kill five. What, what, what Horda are you talking about? The one that says hi? Hey? Oh, the, the Horda. Wasn't that the name of the creature that, that burrowed through all of the... Uh, yeah. Through the rock. yeah, and then, then Spock was communicating and he oh. said, Pain! Oh, Pain! Yeah. I don't hear very well. I was just completely lost on that one. Yeah, you were. You, you don't know about this. Sit over there. Right. Alright, so the Horda is a pretty cool piece because uh, it's basically what they call a huck. huck. And uh, uh, it's a wire cage that somebody fairly small, not someone my size, gets into. And it's like a bowl upside down. And back in the day, this is like the late 60s, they had just invented uh, expansion pump. And so they wanted to make something from it, and this was one of the very first uh, special effects that they did with expansion pump. So, I uh, actually have several uh, tutorials about how to use uh, Great stuff falling in a can to make sculptures and castings and things. A lot of people never knew you could do that with it. And it's, it's an inexpensive way for a hobbyist to try around. So, if you want, I'll give you my uh, YouTube address. Okay. We uh, love that channel, Dragon Wick 121. Uh, now, uh, Dragon Wick is D R A G O N W Y is a yellow. CK121. 
Okay, very cool. So from that, there's probably uh, 15 different episodes that uh, talk about uh, how to use great stuff from and, and various other forms of casting. Like, uh, have you ever heard of green sand casting? Uh, this is an old time way uh, in Europe where they would take moist sand and it had a certain amount of clay in it and they would uh, mold something, okay, like take a wooden mold of a, I could say, uh, a deer. And they would press it between two pieces of the stand, take the wooden mold back out and pour it full of hot metal. And when you break off, break apart the sand, it's a perfectly made deer. So we use this technique for some of the great, great stuff home. And, uh, it makes really good skulls. You know, get those little plastic skulls from the store. Yeah. You uh, cast that into the sand and then spray it full of uh, That's all. There's uh, other tricks on how, how silicone works and how to make it uh, do different things. So there's, when I get into the, uh, the panel, talking about the border or making monsters. You'll uh, end up getting some of the information rather quickly about how this is put together and how to use the different tools, stone cones, and So you guys are in on it, right? In on what? You want to go to that panel? Oh, absolutely. Oh, without a doubt. Good. I count on you to be there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's going to be, man, that's August 12th, 13th, I just need to quit my job so I have every weekend August right. free. Yeah, yeah. We won't be able to record the show because we're going to be too busy going to these Going things. to shows. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you ever dealt with the SCA? No. Uh, Tell us about it. Society for Creative and Activity. I can't even say it anymore. Anachronism. Okay, that means against time, not anarchy. <laughs> uh, basically, it's a group of people that study the Middle Ages. And you know, I was just telling you about green sand. Yes. It's very common for doing grass and stuff. So these guys, uh, they're best known for having uh, uh, fighting in suits of armor. But there's a whole other side that most people never hear about called arts and sciences. And they study everything from uh, music to cooking to brewing and uh, metal casting, uh, knitting, almost anything that somebody in the Middle Ages would want. They have a group studying. Uh, it's a fun way to explore an inexpensive hobby. Uh, I've been in there six years and I, uh, I teach archery. I offer a, a class that's free to the public almost every Sunday. All through uh, from the time the snow melts until the snow is too deep to find your arrows. So is that so June to September, right? Uh, no, that my mom used to put it this way in New York. There are uh, four seasons. We got fall, winter, spring, and August. <laughs> Very true. 
Well, I'm going to go back and see if I can uh, transport anybody into the future. Very effective by second, and it was great uh, having this time. Hey, it was nice talking to you. Do you want to let everybody know again just uh, where they can find some of this information? Well, if you search uh, SCA.org, that will give you uh, wherever you are in the country or world, worldwide organization, type in where you live, and there's a group nearby. Okay, and, and it's free to go and check it out. Well, we will definitely be seeing you later because I uh, got to take another look at that TARDIS before this yeah, convention tour. So. We, we have to. Yeah. You probably <laughs> dropped your wallet in there. He's going in by himself this time. Yeah. I'm not being involved in that one. Yeah, when you guys started spooning, I was worried. Oh. <laughs> so you I think we need him on the show. I know. Don't, don't give me a microphone. I'm <laughs> sorry. Oh, we're never sorry about anything. No, I can keep it clean. Why? Well, it's more like uh, uh, entertainment, an entertaining little factoid. You know, not necessarily, you know, hopping in somewhere. Uh, I do that naturally. I, it's like I could walk into a room and it accidentally offend at least 10% of the people. Why I have. I, I, I do believe I have the official record of being called an asshole. I walked up to a friend one time, and uh, he had built a set of iron stairs for somebody, and they asked for him to be very foreshortened or whatever, and the guy's having an argument with him. He says, every set of stairs is exactly the same. And I took a moment, and I said, no, that's not true. Every set of stairs is different. He looks at me, pauses for a moment, not, not 30 seconds now, he says, you are an asshole, and walked away. <laughs> I think that, that it has to be a record. Less than 30 seconds of meeting somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that might be a record. You got goosebumps, didn't you? No. Oh. Oh, no, no, I thought Sorry. it was a good story. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good story. Sorry. Well, uh, Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks for coming on.